1: are you listening yo what's going on everybody this is Marcus and you are tuned in to the black married and debt-free podcast my wife Shire and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt and we're all about empowering others to do the same so on this podcast we'll be talking about investing real estate early retirement marriage and much more but you don't have to worry it won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to we're gonna put a little bit of swag on it. so enjoy today's episode yo what's going on everybody this is marcus and i'm here with my lovely wife shira and we want to welcome you to another episode of the black married and debt free podcast and uh this podcast i think is very timely once again we are seeing police brutality against unarmed black men uh, with the shooting of jacob blake he was shot in the back seven times after breaking up a fight and uh resisting police to a certain extent and trying to return to his vehicle where his three kids were in the vehicle he was uh, shot and he is now uh, potentially going to be paralyzed from the waist down and so we're dealing with this stuff and this stuff is ongoing and we've talked about it here on our podcast and this raises questions like is this the place where we want to be is there an alternative what can we do so we're excited to talk to a couple that Moved from the States to Ghana. Uh, their names are Power and Future, and they're like a really dope couple. Uh, and they're you know going to be sharing with us their experience living in the motherland and how it differs from our experience here. In the US.
0: Yeah, we actually recorded this podcast several weeks back. And um, at the time, they had returned to the States because of COVID 19. Um, But we had a really great conversation with them, and we hope you enjoy it. We are really excited um, to be here with you today. I know I came across your YouTube page a few weeks ago, and I was incredibly excited. I shared it with Marcus right away, and I was wondering, I said, I wonder if they would collab with us. And so I'm really happy um, to be having this conversation with you today. And we have some uh, questions that probably some of your followers may already know. Um, and We're hoping to use our time together for um dual purposes so on your youtube page and then as well as our podcast and so one of the questions that we had f- for you is w- where are you originally from And then where are you located currently?
2: Um, I'm born and raised in Memphis. I'm a Southern girl. I've been here all of my life outside of my travels. Uh, I'm from a neighborhood called Orange Mound, one of the oldest black cities or neighborhoods in the United States. Orange Mound veteran.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So me, I'm from Memphis. I was born in Memphis, raised in Los Angeles, California. I had spent a lot of my formative years there between there and Memphis so I'm a byproduct of southern states and the West coast.
1: That's awesome and like Shire stated earlier we were you know really uh, interested in your story and how you all you know moved to to Ghana So can you tell us what led you to consider doing that?
3: Now, I'll give you a, try to give you a quick summation because it, it was a few things that actually led us to Ghana we had a friend of ours that uh, for his graduation from university he sent himself to Ghana. For like a graduation present So when he came He sold all his things So we bought some things We bought a car from him Different artifacts from him That he was selling And at the simultaneously At the same time We had another friend of ours Who had a job That he had got At Methodist University So he went to um, Take the position And he came back And told us like Man whenever y'all get ready Y'all just come Y'all just come So we looked at each other Like baby Let's go We are going to Ghana And so that was our first trip And that was in 2007 That's what actually 2006 Going into uh, New Year's 2007
1: In in your opinion, what is the biggest misconception that African Americans have about living in the motherland?
3: (laughs) That Africans don't like us. Mm. That's the number one, I think, right there.
2: And I would say that Africa is just huts and uh it's not any streets or cars and we living in the bush right huge misconception
1: got you that's that's kind of what we were thinking now in in terms of business because i know you are doing some business out there and you know on our platform we we, we, (laughs) we talk about entrepreneurship so in terms of business and entrepreneurship what opportunities exist in ghana like opportunities that we may not know of being here in the states
2: Well, back when our ancestors were, you know, off the slave plantation, they were, you know, getting land, started their own towns and needed everything for the town. That's just how open it really is for opportunity and business opportunity. Anything that you think of that a new town or city would need to function properly, to any extra activities, is all open and ready. So many people just don't have
1: enough. So now, like, let's say if because I've always been interested or heard uh, in real estate opportunities. How how do the in terms of real estate, how does it differ from the United States? Is it, is it, is it a similar process to like get a home in Ghana? <laughs> no, it's nothing like it in the US,
3: <laughs> it's totally different, bro. It's like Okay, just say, let's say, buy land. When you buy land here in the U.S., you know, you go through the whole, you know, the regular process, you get your paperwork done, and you go to the company, whatever company you're dealing with, and you go into your escrows, this, that, and the other. But in Ghana, when you buy land, you're to find out who the land chief is for that particular area that you're interested in buying in. Then you had to present some gifts to the land chiefs, most of the time in the form of schnapps. Uh, or something of that nature. Schnapps is a liquor that you bring. It's like a traditional liquor that they bring. It was an introduced <laughs> traditional liquor that they bring. Previously,
2: bring, it, was it, it was called Akiteshi,
3: which is a natural liquor. But you bring that and present it to the chief and then he will ask you what your mission is. You state your mission for wanting to be on the land and then you go forward from there. Then you go to like the commission the lands commission and they will send out a surveyor to come out and survey the dimensions of the land give you a blueprint of it see what's going to be done on the
1: land and get an actual permits for building and erection of whatever you want to build there wow that's awesome so how would you advise someone to prepare you know to move or or how did you all prepare yourselves to to move there or to live there you know for any length of time
2: well uh, basically you just it's basically just having um Finance to uh, supply you with your housing, you know, having a uh, idea for transportation. There is so many options, and Uber and all of that is over and gone now. When we first. Yeah, gun. it was just taxi rides so and truck <laughs> now you got ride sharing companies now if you want to go and start your own ride sharing company you can do so if you want to start your own transportation service one um, region of Ghana to the other you can do so as well If you as if you want to build a warehouse of some type to uh, start some manufacturing goods in Ghana straight from the motherland exporting abroad you that i mean want to start a water company you can do that if you know how to build helicopters you can also do that too it just you can think big and you can go as far as you want to there's no limitations on anything that you can do but um as far as the main sources of things that's needed is um sanitation companies you know it's always a big thing when you have a lot of people in different in in the same place it's never enough of that if you want to start a recycling company a non-gmo uh produce farm you can start that it's so it's so many opportunities that you can do that's great that's great stuff
0: yeah so how does the cost of living compare uh to the u.s
2: i like these questions because they really make me smile because it's nothing like <laughs> the what we're used to here
3: so i'll give you a, a quick idea so most of the time when you're in gonna uh the landlords would like to take a year or two years in full in advance before they rent or lease the property to you. So when you say that in the States, you like, I don't have that kind of money. Like, in the States, it might be like a hundred grand, you know, something like that. <laughs> but in Ghana, you're talking about like 1200 a year, uh, something like that. We had a five bedroom house-
2: On the beach. On
3: the beach. When I say on the beach, I mean, if I walked out my front door, I crossed, I was standing on the beach. In front Literally. of the water. Five bedroom home upstairs. I had a little tunnel to go up to the roof. You put about 40, 50 people on the roof in between. We had a Kwanzaa program upstairs. Yeah, there we, many, we had a Kwanzaa program years. for many years. And we were in between Cape Coast Castle to your left and Elmina, Elmina. Dungeon.
2: Dungeon. It also made me think about when we first started living in Ghana. It was like we should have been here 20 years ago because we could have built right. an empire by now with oh, the money that we we're spending in the state wow i'm telling you it you you could have built an empire yeah for real wow that's that's great
0: i think that's interesting that you say that because so many people of color here in the states are struggling just struggling just to get by but it sounds like you can really thrive um in a place like ghana
3: yeah. yeah, you can. you think about uh, what we spend here on an average, just doing daily things, you can almost set up a business or get a home with which we spend in one day. If you take one day in the U.S., just say if you're in a place like Los Angeles, between uh, gas, uh, food, entertainment for you and your spouse or whatever your significant other is. That's almost that's almost a thousand blocks on a building. I mean, really, seriously, because they buy like cinder blocks to build with. So that's almost like a thousand blocks on a building just for what we blow on a weekend. So just think about if you set your mind to income taxes. Once you receive your taxes, you say for five years, I'm going to save income tax. I'm not doing we'll cut off the uh, the piece of land.
2: When you buy your land, you don't you, you're not pressured. Code enforcement is not dragging you Man. to go ahead and build. You can build in levels as your money allow you to. Right. So you have a lot of people that's building big, big, big houses and they're taking their time. They're sending money. They're living abroad. There's the Ghanas, the diasporans from around the world. They're living abroad and they're building as we speak and their houses may take five years to build. It may take eight years to build, but nobody is standing over you. Like if you don't hurry up and finish building this, we're going to turn this thing. We're going to tear it down. It's blase, blase. You're violating code and all It's None there of that. Ahead, wow. No, none of that. It's just totally stress-free. It's like build as you need.
1: So now let's say if someone lived in the States, but wanted to invest uh, in, in a business, You know, would you do you think is that possible to do from, uh, you know, being so far away? Are there opportunities to to do business in Ghana, but still live in the States?
3: Yeah, actually, uh, it is. And that's one of the things that we're working on, because one thing definitely for sure, you need to have someone in your corner on the ground. It's very much possible. A lot of times people will tell you don't do it. Don't send anybody your money. That's because of the non-trust factor. But like I always recommend people take a trip first. When you start taking trips, you're making and building relationships with people. You'll be able to weed out the fake people and the scam artists. We call them 419 in Ghana. You'll be able to weed out the 419. So, you know, you go forward with your proper spirit. You, as long as you're in alignment, the right people will be gravitated towards you. And you can see going forward in business because, like I said, it's very easy to do it. And you have opportunities of being an entrepreneur and in control of your own destiny in Ghana. That's really the main thing. Because here you kind of feel marginalized, like we had to lay between the lines. But in, in in Ghana, you know, even though you have some difficulties, language barrier, which is not much at all, but it's workable. It's like
2: more like communication, understanding, right, right, right. Because our understanding and perception of things is one thing, and then the the Ghana culture and the perception. Of things as so it's different. different you know what I'm saying so we have to meet each other that's why we push black integration in Ghana that's another one of the organizations that we are working on too but our friends on the ground organization is the one that we are going to be in partnership with people that's living abroad that want to start building and they need someone they can trust we will have people on the ground that will go to your site your construction site to make sure that the monies that you're sending us or we are making sure that it's too. being used correctly. That not nobody is, is taking advantage of spending for uh f- feloniously. We're gonna make sure that you know if you want to buy a car by the time you get there and you need a car and you don't want to ship one in. Well, we'll go and find a car for you according to your budget and make sure you have your car when you land in the airport. Whatever it is that you need, that's what. What's needed that's been needed before and that's the services that we're providing on the ground in gum wow
1: that's that's so cool that's so amazing now it seems like you get first of all it seems like the the stream is getting better so that's exciting yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> This is brought to you by the Black Married and Debt-Free Masterclass. Get out of debt and start building wealth.
1: In this masterclass, you will learn our five-step strategy to accelerate your path to financial freedom. We also break down the true key to building wealth.
0: And these are the same strategies we use to go from six-figure debt to a six-figure network,
1: You'll get access to nearly an hour and a half of on-demand video, a debt-free payoff calculator, fillable cash flow statement, and a 30-minute coaching consultation with me and Shira. Enroll in our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass. The link's in the description below. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, yeah. If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month and six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. It seems like you guys' life really were, were transformed, you know, just from that one trip. So, how do you, if you could put into words exactly how your lives have changed since uh, making you know that journey, what, what would you I, say? I want to
2: start this one now. Go ahead, go ahead. Buddy. <laughs> I have to say, when I talk about it, certain things as black people that we need to be able to make statements without any reservation. And this statement that I make on a regular basis to our people that watch us and that we come in contact with, I tell them going to Africa and going to Ghana was one of the best decisions we have ever made in our entire lives. Period. And if you can feel the emotion that comes out of that, that's how profound that it was for us, and it still is to this day. That we remember everything about our first trip, wow. everything about our first time touching the ground, kissing the ground. We did not hesitate to kiss the ground when we got to Ghana. We was a tarmac then. Back then, <laughs> when we get got to uh, to Ghana, yeah. you would get <laughs> off the airplane, walk down the big and you would be on the ground you wasn't right going the in the building <laughs> going inside. Man. So it was like you know that was amazing to ever experience that alone you know going Man. out just walking out the airplane, going down the steps and kissing the ground amazing it was one of the amazing and then the feeling of release that you feel because we are under so much stress in the in the you West. Really,
3: you really actually never know how much stress that we are under because we've acclimated ourselves to it. Yes, right but when you realize when you get there, the monkey's starting the, to jump off your back. It's
2: like wow. a, it's like the most amazing feeling. It makes you cry. I'm telling you, the first three days I know when we first got to Ghana, we
3: both were just boo-hooing oh, we and was, crying. I was crying like a Big
2: old sissy, man. It was, it was <laughs> terrible, man. It was. It was. But oh. it was amazing to get that release. It was like we have been, you know, the traumatic stress that we are under and all the lies that have we have been fed about our motherland and not want to have a connection to it because of the visuals that they showed us. Mm-hmm. And it was just all of that. You could just, it was just running through your mind like a, you know, like like a list of Mm -hmm. things that were just coming out of your feelings and just blowing you away. It was just amazing to finally get all of that out of you. And that's just how, how it is.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. I know Shire has talked about wanting to go visit uh, Ghana. So that's, that's definitely something we're putting on the list.
3: Yeah. Um, we got to tell them about the trip a tour for next year. Oh, yes. We there. have there a go. trip
2: planned for next year, <laughs> a tour. We're planning to do something very big for the end of 2021, December 29th. Okay. And, and it's going to January 9th of 2022. Wow. And basically, we're planning to put together uh, a, a group of people where we'll give you the experience of your life in Ghana, along with a big, big celebration at the end, also including naming ceremonies. All of the traditional rituals and rites of passage that we should have gone through when we were born, we plan to put together a list of those things, and just it's just going yeah, to be amazing. So if y'all can, oh, yeah. if you want to be a part of that, you are definitely welcome. I can send you the info on that, and we yeah. can just look forward to that that time. So because we probably won't be able to go back to Ghana realistically for some time because of all of the stuff that's situation. going on. So. So it seems like that's going to be the perfect time, anyway.
1: That was given to us. Absolutely, we definitely want to get the information on that for sure. Okay,
3: cool.
1: Yeah, so yeah. we we don't want to keep you all too long. Uh, I know we really appreciate being able to connect with you guys. Like Shara said, we just checked out your YouTube. Shara was like, oh, you got to check this out. We love what you guys are doing.
0: Yes, we do. So, yeah.
2: Thank Thank
1: you y'all. we so like much. what y'all doing too. We, we do, it. and we want to We want to bring
2: y'all along and talk about. Black married and dead free. Okay, um, we're also going to create a, a channel for uh, black couples and and try to support our people emotionally in relationships for us to understand that it's a, all work together constant thing but support each other's individual goals as well as collaborating and making sure we keep the family happy at all times you know what I'm saying so we want to be those examples that our people need so we won't be constantly we just trying to dispel all the evil and negative stereotypes about us as a people in all facets and I think that what you guys are doing Mm -hmm. is just immaculate and we need to make sure that our people have access to all our people that are shining the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: Thank you very much, Power future. We really appreciate you all, and we're gonna connect appreciate again. You. We're gonna do this again. Yes, we will. <laughs> yes. I, right. I
2: appreciate y'all. Much love More to y'all love, on yo. your Peace. endeavors, <laughs> and just have a great evening. And we'll be talking soon.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: too. Thanks so much. All right.
1: All right. All right. All right. All right.
0: Peace. Peace. All right.
1: Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and don't forget to rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming us. And if you want to become a supporter of the Black, Merit & Debt podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link below. That's it for now. Till next time, I'll let you guys later.